Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! I once again will not ask you, do you remember what happened yesterday? Because we're in Psalms. We're and in Psalms. Who fucking cares? Because, I mean, not who cares, but, you know, I mean, it's 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 all just shit. Individual It's, it's, it's individual no, poems. It's not It's not shit. shit. Okay, sorry. It's poetic shit. It's- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just small individual yes, poems. Yes, small individual poems. And so there's not really a, do you remember, like, to be continued or Sometimes anything like that. Sometimes with flutes and strings and... Mm-hmm. and Seelas. Oh, yeah, but apparently that's, that's not how other people pronounce it, apparently. Oh. That's one of the things I learned from, oh. from somebody. How do they pronounce it? From Fern, actually. Oh, thank you, Fern. <laughs> how, how is it pronounced? Um, I, I That's what I need to read. I think it was like Sela or something like that. Oh. I can't remember exactly. So. Well, I'm here to tell you that I do not know how to say these words. And I'm just going with what I had heard. But they liked said. that we said Sela, so okay, because that's how they read it the first time. Well, and since you know we're reading it for our first time, yeah, we pronounced it Sela. I like I said, I don't know how to pronounce anything. But Sela, Sela, Sela. But I did hear a pastor's wife say Sela. Oh, so I'm not entirely mistaken here. Like, I mean, I heard somebody else saying them. Right, like. I, I get it. I feel I like it. I'm backpedaling no, defensive. No, I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I was just saying. Sela. Sela. Okay. That's all. I'll probably still say Sela. Okay. Just because it's what I'm used to, and then I'll right. spend the whole rest of the time being like, wait, what? Wait, what? I just thought what? I'd throw the correction out there real quick. You know? The last That's of Sheila. Yeah. What? So, anyway, that was, uh, we did yesterday, we did Psalms, mm-hmm. chapters, uh, let's see, that was three through five? Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be reading um, chapter, or I'm sorry, Psalm 6, 7, and 8. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. All 
All right, so we are here doing Psalms 6, 7, and 8. Okay. And just as a reminder, some of these have beginning little instructions or titles to the musical people. Right. Or I don't know what they are. They're just little additions. The, yeah, sure. And sometimes they have stuff off to the side that I often mispronounce. Apparently, Sela is Sela. Right. But I refer to it. I mean, if we it, had to count up all the things we've mispronounced in the Bible. Oh, Jesus. It would be a long day. I would be in it, hell. It might be a long week, even. I would definitely be going to hell. Yeah, right, if it mattered but for that. But in the intro, I said The Last of Sheila, and that's because it's <laughs> a movie that I just watched at my parents' house. It's, like, really old. But if you like Glass Onion, um, it definitely was inspired by The Last of Sheila or much, um, many movie, much, many muchness movies like it yeah yeah yes. that okay yes. so if you like glass onions and you don't mind old movies you should watch the last of sheila it's so good and oh i gotta tell you okay i know this is way off topic but it listen it really is <laughs> there was okay this movie is like from the 60s okay yeah and there's this woman and she's got the most gorgeous blonde hair and i was like oh my god that hair reminds me of the judge on ally mcbeal that um, the main lawyer guy was stupid, you know? So many random cultural references I know, here. I know, okay. Like, I don't even okay. know where to go with any do of this. Do you remember Ally McBeal? Yeah, of course, Dancing okay. Baby. Yes, but do you remember the, the lady judge with the long blonde hair that was like, I mean... Only kind of. Okay, well, at any rate, so I looked this woman up because I was just captivated by her from, from The Last of Sheila. Sure. Okay. And I'll be goddamned, it was the same fucking woman. You I recognize really her. really good at that. But I didn't recognize her face. I recognized her fucking hair. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, that is pretty insane. Who even does that? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So that's why The Last of Sheila is on my mind, because I just blew myself away. Yeah. That was unintentional. Good, like, good job. Good no, job. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't trying anything. It just, like... <laughs> It just popped in there. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. So yeah. Psalm 6. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. And then don't forget I read these and, and then after each one I tell you my little notes on I won't it. forget. I don't, got for, it. don't forget. Okay. Psalm 6. Yeah. Okay. We open with some instructions. For the director of music with stringed instruments. Stringed instruments. Jeez. String, string, wow. string. Wow. <laughs> I can't talk. According to Shemineth, a psalm of David. We'll Another get one by David, huh? Mm -hmm. okay. They're all by David, didn't I you mean, know? I right, yeah. He was so fucking prolific. <laughs> walking around with a pen in his fucking pocket. Right, yeah. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Let me put on my serious face. all those women bathing that inspired him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am faint. Oh, Lord, heal me, for my bones are in agony. I got my bones, they hurt. My soul is in anguish. How long, oh, Lord, how long? I don't know. Turn, oh, Lord, and deliver me. Save me because of your unfailing love. No one remembers you when he is dead. Who praises you from the grave? Wait, don't you live, isn't, isn't there afterlife? Isn't that a thing that happened even in Judaism? I think it depends Although on the I don't day. Think but oh, that's that's difficult because like you we read something earlier that yeah. like these were written 
400 to 600 years after um, yeah. the birth of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And so that would mean that there is already an idea of afterlife in Judaism mm-hmm. as well as Christianity. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I mean, yeah. people would technically remember God after death, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, I, I follow you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm hey, not Sorry, sure. I didn't mean to, yeah. But no, it's interesting. Sorry, I know we're in the middle of one here. Yeah. But um, it's interesting that you mentioned that Christianity was already a thing when these were written because a lot of these are um, God stuff that's Jesus-y. Right, right. So I don't know if you're aware of that. Like, I mean, I, I wasn't exactly. I mean, I, I, I don't know enough about them to know exactly what this is all about other than their poems mostly written by David or whatever hypothetically, even though they weren't, right. but, you know, at least according to scholars and, and what have you. Right. So, right. I, whatever. They, they're, they're psalms. They're psalms. They're psalms. They're psalms. Piss psalms, if you will. Yeah. Or even if you want. Right. I am worn out from groaning. Yeah, you are. <laughs> All night long, I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. My eyes grow weak with sorrow. They fail because of all my foes. What do you think a couch looked like back then? What do you think a couch that was flooded with weeping looked I'm, like? Yeah, that's and true. How many foes do you have in your life? Well, David had quite a few. He did. If this is David. He was know, a fucker. Talking. That is true. Well, I um, only have a couple foes. And yeah. I could name them because there's only a couple. But I'm yeah. not gonna. Right. How many foes do you have? Not many. I mean, at least the same couple I got, right? Yeah. Away from me, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be ashamed and dismayed. They will turn back in sudden disgrace. Yeah. Okay, Okay, so that was the end of Psalm 6. Okay. And now my phone locked itself out because it was quiet too long. So, um, Psalm 6 is the one that starts, O Lord, rebuke me not in thine anger. Okay? Okay. And this is a penitential psalm, like penitence. Okay? And it's traditionally attributed to David. Okay. Which we knew. Yeah, right. So, Psalm 6 is supposed to have been written to serve as a prayer for anyone suffering from sickness or distress or for the state of the kingdom of Israel while suffering through oppression. Okay. Okay. So yeah. they're like, ah, ah. Okay. <laughs> I like, like that? that last little. Yeah. 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 That was some good yeah, moment good. for you. Okay. Um, this psalm is the first of the seven penitential psalms. So okay. there are seven that are specifically referred to as the penitential ones. Okay. Remember, penance. Penance. Yeah. Okay? Right. Yeah, I'm just making sure you you got that. I got it. Okay. Um, I didn't write down, like, which other ones they were because, like, there's, like, number 40-something, number 80-something. Sure. I was like, okay, whatever. They're further on. Yeah. Yeah. And and they'll mention it again when we get there. This this is number five! But this is important in some regard for Um, penance. Penance. Penance, yeah. I wouldn't say it's necessarily important. I'm just pointing out some trivial facts. Okay, all right. Spitting facts, if you will. There you go. Okay. It's also been classed as one of the individual lamentations. 
Okay. Do you know what lamentations are? Isn't that like a song type thing? No, or? a lamentation is like, oh, woe is me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like okay. you lament. Right, You're like right. brokenhearted and sad yeah, and whatever. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's also called one of the sick psalms. Okay. Not puss sick, just sick. <laughs> like illin. Okay. Got it. And it's also referred to as the psalms of confession. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also a paradigmatic example of the supplication form in the Psalms. Paradigmatic. I like that word. Paradigmatic. That's, that's, a, that's a nice I, word there. I copied that down. Like, I have a little notebook that's yeah, full of, like, yeah. words I truly like. Yeah, and that's a beautiful want to word. use. I've never used that word before. I, I like paradigm well yeah, enough. Yeah, right. Definitely. That, that paradigmatic. One paradigmatic. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, forget... All the rest of right. the sentence. I mean, Who yeah. even cares? Right. So these psalms are expressive of sorrow for sin. Okay. So that's, I mean, ultimately what the penitence is. Sorry is, for sinning. Blah, blah, blah. Well, not just not just sorry for their own sin, just that there is sin in general. Oh, okay. And, okay. and they're, they're wailing about it. Got they're it. They're lamenting. Yeah. Like, God damn it, sin sucks. Like today, it? they'd be wailing about all the, the transgender people and the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the missing guns. Doesn't it suck that there's not enough guns yeah. to shoot all of the people that aren't white? And, right, yeah. And and straight and white and straight. Yeah. And damn the libs. Right. You know, that right. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So Psalm 6 is in three parts as distinguished by the person. Okay. okay. Part one is the psalmist addresses God. Okay. Okay. Part two, he speaks for himself. Mm-hmm. And part three, he speaks to his enemies. Ah, okay. okay. The psalmist expresses his distress in parts one and two. Oh, lamentation. Right. Okay. In stating the enemies of the psalmist, remember the, all those foes? Yeah. We understand that this distress is caused by a relational problem, but it is unclear if he is innocent. Okay. Okay, I... I don't know what the importance of all this is. I'm just, just giving you right. just giving you the trivia and the notes breaking it down. Okay. Okay. Sure. He does say, however, he pretending that it's David, David for right. a second, yeah. he says he will be reinstated and that his opponents will be confounded. Of course they will. I mean yeah. God's taking care of all that, right? But he is faced with the abandonment of God. Mm. More lamentations. Yeah. Fuck. Damn it. Hate it when that happens. In the absence of God emerges the final hope of the psalmist expressed as a cry of confidence in the last three verses. Yeah. Okay. You got to bring it back, you know. Yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Okay. So that was Psalm 6. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now we are moving on to Psalm 7. Psalm 7? Yeah. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. A Shagayan oh, yeah? of David. Okay. Which he sang to the Lord concerning Cush, a Benjamite. Okay. Ben, yeah, Benjamite. I was trying to add in an sure. additional syllable. Right. Okay. Oh, my Lord, I take refuge in you. Save and deliver me from all who pursue me, for they will tear me like a lion mm. and rip me to pieces with no one to rescue me. Mm-hmm. That's tough to put into a song. Yeah. Oh, Lord, my God, if I have done this and there is guilt on my hands... If I have done evil to him who is at peace with me or without cause have robbed my foe, then let my enemy pursue and overtake me. Let him trample my life to the ground and make me sleep in the dust. Selah. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember right. to say it that way. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Rise up against the rage of my enemies. Awake, my God. Decree justice. Let the assemble. <laughs> justice. The Justice League. I don't know. I, <laughs> I was just like, you know, Avengers assemble. Yeah. Decree justice. Right. Okay. Let the assembled people. Oh, that's where I got the assembled. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Let the assembled peoples gather around you. Rule over them from on high. Let the Lord judge the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness, according to my integrity. O Most High, O Righteous God, who searches minds and hearts, bring to an end the violence of the wicked and make the righteous secure. Okay? Okay. Still going. Okay. All right. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of judgment in this. Mm-hmm. There's like sure a lot is. of judgment. This one is and not my himself favorite. Against and against his enemies, against everybody. This one's not my favorite. Okay. I, I, I rather like the next one, so I'm, I'm eager to get oh, to the next okay. one. okay. Yeah. All right. My shield is God most high who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous God. Judge. Mm. I meant to say judge. Sure. God is a righteous judge. Oh. A God who expresses his wrath every day. Yes, he does. <laughs> wow. How do you see he's a righteous judge and then go on to say he expresses well, his wrath every day? Well, because obviously they view it in the way that he's expressing his anger and wrath against those who deserve to have the wrath okay. thrown upon them. I guess. Maybe he could be righteous and have people not be shitty. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If he does not relent, he will sharpen his sword. He will bend and string his bow. Mm. He has prepared his deadly weapons. He makes ready his flaming arrows. They aren't made of iron, though. No, they're not. Yeah. No. That would be bad. That would be bad. You don't want to stab any gods with iron. Right. Nor fairy folk. Oh, okay. Yeah. You okay. can't stab gods or fairy folk with iron. They, they work one, iron works wonders on ghosts, I hear, too, I think. Oh, really? Isn't that what they use? Didn't they use that in... In Supernatural? Um, I don't know. they hit him with iron weapons? And no, stuff you're and right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And right. salt, of course. Yeah, of salt. course. Salt. Yeah. And holy water and hallowed right, ground. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You got to yeah. know all the things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just in case. And you know? also um, silver on werewolves. Right. And cut off a vampire's head or a zombie's head. Sure. Both. I yeah. mean, generally anything you chop the head off and it's done, unless it's... One of those weird ass zombies that keeps moving. Well, I mean, technically, the zombie's not done unless you, you know, stick something through its brain or something. Yeah. The the head can still chew; it just rolls around. That's just so weird. Yeah. I don't like that kind of zombie. No, that's, that's silly. Right. That's just silly. Okay, he who is pregnant with evil. What pregnant with evil? Huh? Damn. Man, that is. That's that's filled up. That That's uh, my belly, bursting at the seams. My belly's full of evil. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and conceives trouble. He who is like, pregnant, pregnant with and evil conceives and trouble. conceives trouble Interesting. gives birth what to fuck? disillusionment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little disillusioned right now. I really like that phrase. Yeah, that, that's I'm, I'm going to say it again. Ready, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. He who is pregnant with evil and conceives trouble gives birth to disillusionment. Hmm. Yeah, that, I like that. That's, that that's a good phrase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He who digs a hole and scoops it out falls into the pit he has made. Don't dig your own Why grave. Why would you fall into the pit you just made? Because you dug your own grave. You reaped what you sowed. But you think you know to stand away from falling in. You're six feet <laughs> from the edge and thinking, 
It's only six feet down. I'm just, I'm just fucking around. I was just saying the yeah. lyrics to no, the song. No, I, I know, I know. Okay. Only I couldn't remember what song. So I know, I and just, I kind of fucked it up, but yeah, you get me. I get you. Yeah. Okay, so um, don't dig your own grave. Yeah. Right. The trouble he causes recoils on himself. See. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what it is. Okay. His violence comes down on his own damn head. Mm. Okay. Yep. I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness. And we'll sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Okay. So yeah. that was seven. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. We're going to talk about Psalm 7 now. Got it. Got okay? it. Yeah. And this one starts, O Lord, my God, in thee do I put my trust. Uh-huh. This is a Psalm of David and one of the lamentations of an individual. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. The message in the Psalm is that while the righteous may seem weak, ultimately they will prevail against the wicked. Okay. Okay. Yep. And remember when I said that word Shagayan or Shagayan? And yeah. And we were like, the fuck is that? Right. Okay. Um, the Hebrew word Shagayan, which appears in the superscription, which is the title yeah. thing, is of unknown meaning, meaning, and perhaps it indicates an emotional song. So we don't know what it means. And we're like, maybe okay. it's, it's some kind of instruction. Got it. Because that's where it is. It's in the instructions. Yeah. Okay. So we don't know. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're going to read Psalm 8 now. And this is the one I rather like. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It, I think this one's pretty. And also it inspired um, several hymns. Got it. And one of them I even recognized. Oh, And so really? I'll give you some recommendations at the end if you're interested. Okay. okay? Sure. All right. Psalm 8. For the director of music, according to Gittith, a Psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. From the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise because of your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? the son of man, that you care for him. You made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler over the works of your hands. You put everything under his feet, all flocks and herds and the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth? They are praising the fuck out of God right they there. They sure are. Yes, Man, they are. That is uh, some high praise. Yes, it is. Yeah. So Psalm 8 starts, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Okay? Right. And we're going to get back to that in a second. Okay. Guess who authorship is traditionally assigned to? David. King David. I, it's <laughs> crazy. I don't know how you came up with that. I don't know. This psalm opens with a direction to the chief musician to perform upon the Giddeth. Yeah. Remember I, was, I said yeah, that? I, yeah. I, I wanted to ask at the time, but I, you know, I figured you had some information mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. It either refers to a musical instrument or a style of performance, or alternatively, it may allude to persons and places in biblical history. So basically what you're saying is we have no fucking we clue. We have no fucking clue, but once again, it's in the instructions. Okay. So it likely has to be instructional. Right. That okay? that at least we can guess at. I tend to think that these things are like instructions to do with the music. 
because right. all the stuff after it has to do I mean, with that's kinda how I take play it. the fucking music. Right. White boy. <laughs> play that funky Yeah, music. I got the okay. reference, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it has been referred to as the song of the astronomer. That's why I like this one. Because it talks about gazing at the heavens, right. which inspires the psalmist to meditate on God's creation and man's place in it. And I very much like that. That feels very um, spiritual and pretty to me. I don't know. One of the things that always, and I, I don't disagree. Yes, that that is true. And, and, and that was a very beautifully written bit there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what it made me think of is how small we are and why why would a god even give two shits about us like, right you know like yeah we're, there's so much out there and and it's it's a large not a large it's it's one of the reasons that i've always questioned religion in general is that mm-hmm. why why do we think we're so fucking important as to right. even have the eye of a god Right. Like, why Why would that be anything? I think that's why I liked this, because it almost, it, it felt like it was almost there. Like, it was almost getting that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just the astronomer part. But we have to have such an ego as a as a race of people to believe that anything that could do all of this would care about us the most. We literally thought that Earth was the center of the universe. So, no, I, yeah. I mean. I, I totally and agree. we yeah. literally cannot, cannot fathom that we were anything other than the current form we're in. Right. Evolution is right out, you know? <laughs> like, even though... No, there are things... there are denominations that will account... They, that do allow for evolution. Right. You're level. right. I'm referring specifically to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... No, I, I can't I get help you, but I get feel that saying. on a personal level. The, the early... the What do they call it? The, um... the creationists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they believe that the earth is 6,000 years old. And I'm like, you can believe that all you right, want, right. silly Ed. Yep. Okay, so according to one of the Midrash, and remember the Midrash is the writings yeah. about the Bible or the about Old the Testament. Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Verses 5 through 10 contain questions that the angels asked God as God was creating the world, referring to the righteous men of Israel. Okay. And I broke these down because I thought, so interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go on a little bit about this longer than I did the other two. Okay. okay? Yeah. So the first thing is, what is man that you are mindful of him? And that refers to Abraham in the book of Genesis. Okay. Okay. Number two, and the son of man that you remember him. That refers to Abraham's son, Isaac, who was born as a result of God remembering Sarah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Number three, yet you made him less only than God. And that refers to Jacob, who was able to produce streaked, speckled, and spotted flocks. Okay. And some of these um, are coming from not um, the Old Testament, but or not the version of the Old Testament that we're reading, but um, the very Jewish um Right, but, but I do remember that bit where he made the different types right, of I'm just saying, like, or, it's, or whatever they were. Right, I'm just saying it's it's referencing um, specific verses that are not in Got it. Yeah. the book that we're reading. Right. Okay, number four, and have crowned him with glory and honor. That refers to Moses, whose face shone, and that's in Exodus. Okay. Okay, number five, you give him dominion over the work of your hands. And that refers to Joshua, who made the sun and moon stand still. From the book of Joshua. Okay. 
Number seven. You, you put... skipped six. No. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. You're right. I was looking at that. I'm like, what oh, happened damn. there? I don't know how to count. Yeah. I don't know how crazy. to number. Okay. So um, it doesn't matter. I numbered them myself. Like yeah. I didn't copy these. So we're just right. going to like, okay, number six. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Number seven. Okay. <laughs> there is no number six. Yeah, this is... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So number seven, you put all things beneath his feet. And mm-hmm. that refers to David, whose enemies fell before him. And that right. was in the book of Second Samuel. Sure. Number eight, sheep and oxen, all of them. And that refers to Solomon, who understood the language of the beasts. Remember that? Yeah. And that was in First Kings. Okay. Okay. Number nine, and the beasts of the field. And that can refer to either Samson or Daniel. Okay. Number 10, the birds of the sky. Now, that refers to somebody that we haven't met yet. Okay. Or, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I was ahead of myself. That refers to Elijah. We know Elijah. He navigates the world like a bird, and he also received food from the ravens. Okay. And that was in First Kings. Okay. Okay. Number 11 is the one that we haven't met him yet. Got it. Okay. And the fishes of the seas. That refers to Jonah, who dwelled in the belly of a fish. Okay. You know Jonah and the whale? Yeah, yeah. That story. I know okay. of the story, yes. Right. Okay, number 12. He traverses the ways of the seas. And that refers to the Israelites who walked through the sea on dry land. Right. That's from the book of Exodus. Right. And the last one, number 13. O Lord, our Lord, how glorious is your name in all the earth. Thus the angels concluded, and this is the bit that's added, do what pleases you. Your glory is to sojourn with your people and with your children. Okay. Okay. Yep. I just thought that was quite lovely. But that is not all. So that was like the whole story of of all yeah. the people. And I mean, like, yeah. it's just like this quick version of the Bible, yes. basically. Yes. And that's why I just really liked it. You know me. I love a good list. Sure. And I love a good summary. But I'm not done. Oh. I'm, I'm almost done. Okay. okay. Remember I told you that there would be um, a song that came from this. Yeah. Okay. And that I would, you know, give you a reference. And we'll link um, some of my favorite ones in the um, show notes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of these inspire hymns. Most of the time my mind glazes over them because I don't know one hymn from a fucking other. Sure. Okay. But this one I did recognize. Okay. How great thou art. Okay. And I bet I'm, I'm going to do a butcher job of the chorus, but <laughs> I'm betting if you heard the song, you might actually recognize it. Okay. From... The time briefly that we went to church. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the chorus is, Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. Does, do you recognize that at all? Not offhand, no. Okay. Well, I didn't do a terrible job. But anyway, just to let you know, there are several famous versions of that song. My very, very favorite is the one by Pentatonix, and they sing it with Jennifer Hudson. Oh, then I probably have heard it. I don't... If they've done a version. I, I hadn't heard it. I love oh, okay. Pentatonix, okay. and I hadn't well, no, heard yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, they, it, they, so do a live, they do a live version with Jennifer Hudson, and wow. she wails. And to say that it touched me, like, I got goosebumps. I was moved. I almost had tears. It was really good. It that's my favorite version. Yeah. Um, apparently, Elvis does a version. I didn't listen to that one. If that's your thing, you know. I like some Elvis. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just, 
after listening to Jennifer Hudson, I was just like, mm, that's okay. I, I got what I need. Um, the one that I listened to before that was a very famous one by, um, uh, what's that religious chick, Jesus Take the Wheel? No you idea. Know, Carrie... Um, Underwood? Yes. Oh, Carrie Underwood. wow. I, yeah. That just that was the only one I knew. Um, she so. did a live version with Vince Gill. So if you're into country, that might be the one that you like. Okay. Okay. Um, then she redid it um, as a studio version and did a video. And it's really good as well. Gotcha. So um, I very much like her version. But my very favorite, you guys, is Pentatonix with uh, Jennifer Hudson. Okay. I mean... It's beautiful. I, I'm not religious, clearly. I don't go to church, and I don't believe in God. But this thing moved me, and it's really good. And I think you should listen to it if you enjoy good music and just gorgeous voices. Right. right. Okay? okay? And we'll link that one. It'll be up to husband if we link the other yeah. two that I mentioned. No, that's fine. Okay. We'll get it figured out. All right. All right. So that was uh, Psalms chapters 6 through 8. 6, 7, 8. And tomorrow we will be back with 9, 10, 11. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.